0: Welcome to How She Creates. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Lauren. And we're here to take you behind the scenes with all your favorite artists to learn how they create. We'll discuss creativity, tips, tools, inspiration, and life as an artist. We hope these conversations leave you encouraged to make more stuff and share it with the world. In this episode, Kaylee interviews Carson, Paige, and Emma, who are some of the most popular and talented scrapbookers on social media. They all have different styles and different approaches to scrapbooking, but all put pictures to paper for the same reason, to document their lives these ladies share their secrets to creating beautiful layouts, get honest about scrapbooking for social media and as a job, and spill the beans about how long it really takes Paige to create those intricate pages. We hope you enjoy learning more about scrapbooking from these talented makers, and be sure to connect with them on Instagram and their blogs to see more of their work.
1: Welcome to the podcast, ladies. Hi. <laughs> Hello <laughs> Hello. I'd love to chat a bit about who you are, what you do, and what brought you to creating through scrapbooking. I think we can go in alphabetical order and start with Carson.
2: Hi. um, Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Um, I am kind of new to scrapbooking. I started card making in 2008. And um, I did that for a long, long time and just sort of, you know, started playing with the paper products and all that. And then I found Studio Calico. And then I decided to start scrapbooking because I wanted to get more involved in the community. And I had all these pictures of my kids and the kids were fairly new. So I thought, well, maybe I'll try this memory keeping thing. And um, that was maybe about a year and a half ago that I made my first scrapbook page, I think. Um, And from then to now, I've just been doing a ton of it and really getting into it and loving it. And yeah, so that's... That's, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. And I, you know, i like to dabble. I like project life. I like card making. I like art journaling. I try and keep myself busy going back and forth to, you know, keep the brain working. So that's my story.
3: Emma, what about you? I started scrapbooking about 2010. I don't know why I started. I was at the supermarket and saw a magazine and thought, that would be cool. Mm -hmm. So, I did that for probably about six months and then I found Project Life. I did Project Life for about three years, the good 12 by 12 format, you know, two spreads to a week and all that stuff for two years. Then I found Studio Calico, and that changed me to try scrapbooking. Um, And I've done that ever since. I can't, for some reason, project life and scrapbook at the same time. I just can't do them. So I've stopped project life since scrapbooking, and um, that's about it.
4: Awesome. Okay, new page. All righty. I started scrapbooking when I was 16. My mom said I needed to get a job, and I'm not gonna lie. I thought scrapbooking was corny when I was a teenager. I was like, "That's only for you know old moms." Um, but I got a job at a scrapbooking store in Redmond, Washington. It's not it's not there anymore, sadly. But that's okay. Scrapbooking lives on, and uh, the first time that I put paper and stickers and pictures together, I was I was just hooked. And I loved doing it. And I um, I tried to do it all through college. But, you know, studies came first for a while. And then once I graduated from college, I got a job working at American Crafts. So that was back in, oh, goodness, got to do the math, 2000, 2008. So I've been working closely with american craft since 2008 and lots of opportunities and things have come about since then so i have loved this industry and it's been really fun to be a part of it and hope to continue to do so for a long time so for
1: people that have no idea what scrapbooking is or people that think scrapbooking is something that old women do with paper what is your definition of scrapbooking
2: Well, I simply look at it as memory keeping with a creative flair. I mean, um, I tend to focus more on the creativity than the memory keeping, uh, only because it just was never something that I really was drawn to telling the stories. Uh, Now that I do it, I really appreciate that I have an outlet to tell the stories, um, especially as the kids get older and there's more to tell, you know, more interesting things to say, but, um, yeah, the creativity for me is is key. And so yeah, I see it as just a way as an outlet for me to use what's accessible and and let my creativity out and at the same time tell our stories. So
4: right. And very similar to that. I love the creative process and trying new things. And yes, it's about pictures as well. And my kids love looking through their scrapbooks, but it's also mostly for me too, you know,
2: mm.
1: <laughs> being crafty. It keeps us saying. Yes. <laughs> exactly. uh-huh. So I don't scrapbook. I like to memory keep and I've tried scrapbooking, but I, I seriously can't. And I feel like for me, the creative side of it is not fun. I'm just, it just, it stresses me out too much. I can't get things looking the way I want it to look. I just can't, like... I can't. So, (laughs) I don't know. Do you have any tips for how to make the
3: creative part of it fun? That's a weird question. That's a hard question because, for me, the scrapbooking is fun. That's why – do it because it's fun, and it's not. I, for me, it's not the stories that make the page. It's just getting lots of pretty paper and sticking them down. And you know, it can take me fifteen minutes to just move one enamel dot from this side to that <laughs> side. And to me, yes. that's not a waste of time. It's it's fun for me. Um, so sometimes, you know, the stories are, are kind of like a um, a byproduct of the actual process. It's, you know, I get a story and in 10 years it'll be fun to look back on that, but that's not why I do it. It's just, it's fun to put pretty paper on a page and and that's why I do it.
1: So for someone who gets stressed out by that, then they should probably do something else like project life or journaling, just well, like writing.
2: I would say find something that you like, right? Yeah. Like, so if, if you like getting painting, then. And, but, but you're trying to do a memory keeping format, like make it all work together. You know, you can you can art journal and memory keep at the same time or, you know, make uh, mini albums. And, you know, if that's the format that you find fun, then turn that into a memory keeping tool. You know,
4: I say find the thing that you
2: gravitate towards creatively
4: and then use that. I feel the same way about mini albums, mini albums stress me out. And it's fun once I'm in the middle of the process, but starting it just scares me. Yeah. So what would
1: you say the differences for your process, for your creative processes between scrapbooking and mini albums and card making and project life and all those different ways? Is it just more space?
4: Usually I have a a purpose in, in mind, like honestly most of the time it's an assignment or something that i have to get done so i i'll think about it for a while usually go to sleep on it and then the next morning is when i'll get all of my supplies out um, but hopefully hopefully inspiration strikes somewhere along the way and then it makes it not as scary <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, Ed, I, I think the reason I switch around so much between different types of projects is because I do approach them all a little bit differently. And it, it gets my brain doing something different. Like I find scrapbooking, um, it's it's much more relaxing because I think it's it's a big space. You can do a lot on a page and you're not... With card making, you have to... there's You only have such a little area and it has to be perfect right you only have that much room to make it perfect and so card making is sort of my high pressure craft whereas scrapbooking I just get to put a pretty picture down and then make it look pretty and that makes me happy you know so yeah I mean I think everything is a little bit I approach it differently yeah which
3: yeah yeah. for me because I only really do scrapbooking and I've made a couple minis but the difference for me is for scrapbooking I often start a page and have no photo in mind whereas a mini book is usually about a theme so there's a series of photos and how I decorate that depends on the photos whereas scrapbooking for me is the reverse I will create the page and then sometimes pick a photo go with it um not always that's
2: that's kind of fascinating. I've never even thought of doing it that way. (laughs) I always start with a photo. So that's really cool.
1: Yeah. That is interesting. Emma, when you're doing this, um, do you, do you work from a certain scrapbook line only, or do you gravitate to the same colors? How do you choose what stuff
3: goes down? Sometimes I'll start with a photo and obviously that's got colors in it if it's a color photo, but I change so much when I'm creating the page. If the photo doesn't suit, then the colors I've picked, I'll make it gray or I'll pick a different <laughs> photo and go back to that one sometimes later. So I I can't plan a page to save my life because I just changed my mind so much. Um, so, yeah, the colors usually dictate my page though, whatever I'm feeling like. <laughs>
1: Uh, so Carson for you, you start with the photo and then you choose what stuff you use based on the photo.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I try and pull colors from the photo. Um, and you know, I've, I've had a lot of assignments lately, which is good too, because it pushes me out of my comfort zone and you know, then I have to sometimes find a photo to match the supplies, which is a good creative exercise. Um, And especially using colors that I might not gravitate towards, which I have to do that a lot more often, as you guys also know. Um, And that I always find
4: a real challenge.
1: Paige, do you start with the stuff or with the photos? I
4: start with the stuff. It's always 75% done before I add the photo. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's so interesting. I thought everyone started with photos. I think it is unusual, though. Like, because when I say that to people, they're like, what? So... No, you guys are the cool kids. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Paige, it seems like you always have such a an intricate idea. So I could right. see that like you need to have your idea fleshed out and then, you know, figure out how to put that together and then put the photo on. that, okay. then- that makes
4: sense, seeing knowing your style. Right. Yeah. After it's all the creativity, it's the art, the art making that I enjoy and the picture. And I don't want to say secondary but it is, <laughs> but at the same time, the memories are being recorded. So it all works out. How, how long does it take you to make a layout? Yeah. I've just been so curious how long that it's so de- it so depends on what technique, if I'm doing hand stitching, those are the ones that take the longest. I'm up to like 12 hours. If it's, wow, 12. I know. And that's just insane. <laughs> so, um, But if it's something really quick, I made a layout today that I'm teaching in the class and it took 30 minutes. So it really depends. But I want to say on average, two to three hours. Okay, that's a good question, Carlson. Yeah,
1: I've, I've always have, wondered. <laughs> yeah, I'll have photos of examples of the stuff that you've made so that if anyone hasn't seen your art before, then they can see it and get an idea of your style. What about you guys? Do you How long do you take on a
3: page? For me, I, a page is never a one-day process for me. I usually create at nighttime, and so I will get everything done and, but not stuck down, leave it the night, and come back the next day and change things. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, um, or stick it down. So it's you know I, on average I would say the page is probably six or seven hours, um, but it's a a, a night process. Mm-hmm. I never stick anything down before going to bed because <laughs> I'll wow. always change my mind.
2: Uh, for me, it, it usually takes probably an hour at the most, and then there's some in the morning, like like rejigging things and. But, yeah, but I'm also not quite as intricate like you know, Paige is a master <laughs> with intricacy. Yes. Um, but, uh, and Emma's interesting too, because you're very minimal.
4: I know. I'm sure that takes a lot,
2: of, a lot of time to get that minimal. Like when I'm working with cards, like, you know, that's when I have to be minimal and that's always harder for me. Mm. So anyway, I'm still evolving. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, just usually about an hour, an hour and a half.
1: I think that's much more manageable for me. When I hear like 12 hours and six hours, then I think, no, okay. I'm not even going to like try and get into this. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll see a page that you guys have done and I'll be like, okay, maybe I should try, you know, (laughs) like I wouldn't mind making stuff that looks like this.
2: (laughs) Well, Kaylee, I'll be interested to see what you start doing once you know you have your kiddo and the kiddo is older we we'll
1: i have made one with a sonogram picture I saw that. that's cute that was okay yeah but that was Absolutely. A really, those photos are like trick photos though because it's like nothing happening it's black and white mainly black <laughs> you know you can't really stuff up a scrapbook page with a sonogram <laughs> Um, so I wanted to ask you about why documenting your memories is important to you. But I think speaking about how much you like the creative side and that, you know, getting photos is like getting photos on and the memories documented is like a byproduct. Is that how you feel? Like this is more creative expression than it is a journal.
3: Was that weirdly asked? Uh, for me, yes. The, the The story is not the focus of my process. It's just the creative side for me is why I do it. It's why I enjoy it. I love doing what I do. Um, the story is just a bonus that, you know, I mean – I do like, and Zach likes to look through the albums, and now that he can read on his own, I don't have to read it out to him, it's, he does read the stories and he'll go, oh, yeah, I remember that. So that's nice, but that's not why I do it. I mean, he doesn't look at the albums often. I just do it for me. Yeah. Um, And the creative side of it is is what I enjoy.
2: Yeah, I I totally agree. I if I didn't scrapbook, there would be no memory <laughs> keeping it all for me. So it's just because I scrapbook that I'm capturing these stories, which is fantastic. And it's you know I, I love that it's a byproduct. But um, yeah, otherwise my pictures would just live on my hard drive, and I wouldn't be writing anything down, and I'd just be living my life. So um, yeah, the creative, the creativity is why I do it for sure.
1: Yeah yeah I think that you three are all very visual scrapbookers compared to other people who tend to journal a lot and stuff so your answers will be more geared towards the creative side of it.
4: Um, I've had I've had people comment and say mean things sometimes about how my layouts don't have a lot of journaling and um. I'm, I took part in a class once that was like, there are no rules in scrapbooking. And my, my turn or whatever was, you don't have to have a lot of journaling and I don't know, it's kind of stuck with me. And now I've like tried to make it a point to add more journaling. But at the same time, all, all of our stories are written on our blog. So our memories are being saved one way or another All of my journaling is going into the blog and all the art and creativity and my hobby is going into scrapbooking. So I don't know. I don't, I think it's okay to not have a lot of journaling. If you want to have a lot, go for it. Share those memories. If that's what makes you feel good and that's how you're keeping your memories, that's great. But there are no rules and that's that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: I also feel like, um, the way you decide to put the embellishments on the paper on a page reflects your mood as well, mm-hmm. you know, that, okay. so you, you're kind of documenting where you are at the stage of of your life through the way you're creating, you know, sometimes you can say a lot more with colors and shapes and whatever, than you can say through words.
2: Right. Yeah. Absolutely, and yeah, sometimes I feel guilty when I don't add some journaling onto a page, and I have that twinge of like, "Oh my gosh, are, am I doing this right?" Like, <laughs> you know? uh, but then I get over it <laughs> because, <laughs> because not all pages need that, you know. And I don't like—I don't like my handwriting either. So you know, <laughs> sometimes there's just no way for me to get. The journaling onto the page in a way that I'm happy with creatively, and then it just gets omitted. So, do you use a lot of um, word
1: stickers and phrase stickers to say what you want to say?
2: I do, absolutely. I love phrase stickers. They are my one of my favorite embellishments, <laughs> and roller stamps and sentiment stamps. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm all about the words.
1: <laughs> okay, let's talk about time. So, since it takes quite long to make a
3: page, how do you make time to do this? As soon as in bed. <laughs> as soon as it's quiet and he's out of the way, I can go into my room and that's it. And I just until I get tired or, or I work, so I have to get up at five every morning. So, mm-hmm. usually by about 10, 30 or 11, I am trying to get to bed. So, that dictates when I can create but, yeah, he's in bed by 8 and then I'm in my room. <laughs> <Yeah>. Every day. <laughs> Nearly every day, yeah. Impressive.
2: Mm.
3: Now, do you have me? a husband who
2: would like to spend time with you? Or is that, is, <laughs> I know, not married. <laughs> oh, there you <laughs> so, go. Okay. Yes. That's there you cool. go. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah that helps that's great for your creative process that's awesome
1: I've moved all my my, um art journal and not scrap well there's it's scrapbooking stuff but not in this context anyway I've moved it like right next to my husband's computer so now (laughs) we'll get to spend time together
4: (laughs) My daughter is in preschool and my son is in kindergarten now. So I have a whole chunk of time in the morning where I get to scrapbook in peace. So that's when I do my stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm with Paige. I use daycare. Um, and now that I'm making a little bit of money from the scrapbooking, then I can justify <laughs> the, the daycare for the child who's not yet in school. Um, and I try and do mornings are my best time. I can, I can create in the evenings, but I can't do anything else in the evenings. I can't write blog posts or take pictures or edit pictures or do any of that stuff, but it, I can only create, uh, but I'm better at everything in the morning. So I try and make that space for myself. Um, most days, maybe three days, four days a week. If I can.
1: Let's talk more about making money from scrapbook. <laughs> 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 my first question Um Well, my second question after, how do you make money with scrapbooking? But that's not a discussion for today. Um, Let's talk about how being paid for your scrapbooking influences what you make. And I know maybe even if it's not getting paid with money with um, creative teams or page, like you've got your own scrapbook line, how how does all of that stuff in the external um input into your scrapbooking how does it affect what you make
3: i only create with uh, things i get from being on the, de- the design team for C- citrus twist and dear lizzie. so i don't buy from anywhere else i don't feel the need to um i'm fortunate that i really enjoy citrus twist which is has more variety dear Lizzy is just dear lizzie um so that what i'm who i'm working for um do, you know does affect what I design and what I use and what products I use and what colours I use um, are influenced by the products that I'm getting. Um, but I don't see that as a bad thing.
2: No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Emma. I, I have stopped buying my own supplies which has been wonderful <laughs> um, <Yes. laughs> yeah uh and sometimes I get a little like oh maybe I should get that and then I look around my office and say oh no, no, no. <laughs> You way too much stuff so um yeah I'm influenced by what what I'm you know assigned to work with as well and it works out because a, a lot of the collections these days have such a variety of patterns and colors and um icons that you can really make them work for, you know, boys or girls or whatever situation you're trying to scrapbook about, which I really appreciate. So.
4: Mm. I just say ditto.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So is it kind of like the, the teams that you're on and the brands that you're creating for you creating for them because you really like them and they're your style. So you end up making what you would have made on your own anyway. Exactly. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes, I mean, I wouldn't be on a design team for a, for a brand that I didn't really enjoy because mm-hmm. there's not. I feel like there's nothing worse than working with products that don't get you excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's supposed to be fun. I mean...
1: I know. I feel like when I'm creating stuff with kits, it's just so much... Well, kits and, and single lines. I'm not very good at mixing it myself. So if a, a kit... Cla- kit club does that for me. I love it. You know, it takes the guesswork out of, does this go with this? Does you know?
2: Yeah. Well, I also like that it pushes your creative boundaries. Like there are some things that I would never choose to use myself, um, but that I have to use. And that's actually, you know, as long as I like the aesthetic of it, then it's, it's kind of fun to like figure out how to sort of, work that into my repertoire. So I I enjoy that part of kit clubs as well.
1: Besides having good scrapbook products to use, what are your favorite tools to scrapbook with?
4: I love my Cameo and sewing machine. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I love
2: my inks. I'm like way into watercolors and inks right now. And so I'm using those a lot. And then of course my typewriter and my sewing machine I use all the time. Um, my cameo, I I want to love my cameo, but I just can't. It's like I have a mental block against it. <laughs> yeah, so it's collecting dust. But
4: it's, it's I don't freaking. think we can be friends anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> Emma, um, what are your favorites. Um, the sewing machine would have to be. Number one, the, uh, the page is incomplete without some stitching on it. I'm, I like the cameo, but, again, I just can't. I go through love and hate of that machine. <laughs> sometimes I love it and sometimes I don't. Um, and that's about it, really, mm. other Paige, than the, the standards.
1: <laughs> yeah. Paige, what do you do with your cameo? I mean, besides a lot. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What are you, What are your favorite
4: things to do with it? Um, I love die cutting backgrounds and backing the backgrounds with pattern papers. But I think I've kind of run that technique into the ground a bit. So trying to figure out new things. I think lately it's been drawing shapes and then stitching. And again, I've done a whole bunch of that. So now I need to figure out something new let's let's start a new trend what should we do
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've been wondering about that like can we really run something into the ground because i feel like every page that you create page people love and rightfully so because they're gorgeous but like i wonder if that's just us overthinking things because i have often thought that oh my god i'm doing this again you right. know what are what are the people gonna think but um it, that never really seems to happen. <laughs> I'm just curious. Is that something we should actually be worrying about?
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, so I put all of my layouts above my computer. right now, So they're all taped on the wall up here. And sometimes I look and I'm like, Oh, they're all the same. So, I mean, there, I, sometimes I feel like there is pressure and I'm like, I worry too much about, Oh, are people going to like this? How many likes is it going to get? And uh-huh. it's, you know, embarrassing to admit those kinds of things. But at the same time, it's, it's real. And it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. It is a business too. Um, so, uh. I, yeah, I don't think
2: you're alone. I mean, I think we all have <laughs> <that> anxiety <laughs> before we put a project out.
4: on Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, yeah. you just got to get over it and hopefully just, um, find something that inspires you and keep going. And yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: definitely. Do you think that Instagram is part of your creative process and Instagram and blogs and studio Calico galleries?
2: Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Without that accountability, I would make like maybe a third of what I make.
1: (laughs) So it's about accountability (laughs) for you, Carson.
2: Yes. It, I I want to have new content for my feed. So in order to do that, I have to keep creating, Yeah, you know, and, and so it's good. It lights a fire, you know, and then I can, I have a reason to sit down and make something. Cause I can be very lazy. <laughs> I'm an obliger. I'm an obliger. So I have to, <laughs> I have to do be doing it for somebody else. If I'm just doing it for myself, it's going to take me, you know, twice as long, three times as long. So in order to, so I need to have that reason to do
1: something Mm. and instagram is that
2: for
1: me i feel like when i make something it kind of finishes finishes it off when i can put it on instagram and then you know put it away yeah yeah Uh kind of like a record like a record of what i've made it's like you make the memories and then you document them and then you document yourself documenting the memories (laughs) (laughs) Documentception.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I also think that when we take pictures of our stuff, our stuff looks better in pictures. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And so then it's kind of like that little like extra satisfaction. Oh, that looks really nice in that bright light on that white background. Okay. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> That's true. A, a really... A
1: great thing that I've learned to do is if I'm looking at an art journal page or something similar and I'm not sure if I'm happy with the composition or with how it looks, I just take a quick photo on my phone and then that helps me to be a bit more objective about it.
2: Yes. Is, yes. Do you do that, that too? So yes. <laughs> great. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> i don't but i'm going to
3: now
2: (laughs) it helps
1: yeah maybe that's why we like instagram and sharing because i know you three are all really great at instagram and sharing what you're making and all that maybe that's why we like it because it helps us be objective about our art you know and carsten like you saying it looks better in the photo you know maybe that's how great it always looks you know you just needed to see it on a different screen no I
2: mean mean, often I like look at what I make sometimes and I'm like you know oh that picture looks really great but if you know if I handed this card to somebody I don't think the reaction (laughs) which is okay you know I'm all right with that yeah um yeah. But there's something about, you know, the lighting and the, that just really like sort of takes it to the next level. I think. Yeah. yeah. You can
1: do a lot with lighting. <laughs> Photoshop for scrapbook pages.
2: <laughs> <Yeah.
1: Or makeup>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if someone were to look on your Instagram feeds, I'll notice that all three of you have very different styles and I know that something that's really important for people beginning in a way of creating is they always want to style and they always want to, you know, when they start, for example, scrapbooking, they want to know, am I going to be a minimalist scrapbooker? Am I going to be, um, very into color? Am I going to be X, Y, Z? So what tips would you give someone who wants to find her style
3: immediately? I don't know if you can find your style immediately. Mine has changed and continues to change every time I make a page. So I would tell someone just starting to have fun with it, and that's how you'll learn what your style is. I wish I knew Mike. I still can't define what my style is. It just – I can describe other people, but not myself. I don't know why. So um, it changes. Every layout – I mean, they probably all look the same to everyone else, but to me they're all that little bit different. Um so, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised, like, over this last maybe six months on Instagram, like, I'm surprised how much color I use. Like, that was kind of shocking that I, I actually use that much color. Like, it didn't dawn on me that that's what I do until you, like, have it all there together. Um, yeah, and I I don't think we're very good at defining our own styles. I'm with them, and I think sometimes you have to ask other people what your style is because you're in the moment you're just – You know, you're just trying to make it look good, but you can't explain, you can't define it or explain it. Um, So, yeah, I think you just have to create, keep creating,
4: you'll get in a groove and then your style will emerge. Right. I would say try scrap lifting at first Mm -hmm. and maybe change things here and there to your liking. And that's a good way to find a style. Yeah, Uh that is a good way. Yeah, so I agree
2: with the scrap the scrap lifting. I I did a lot of that in the beginning, and it was it was fantastic. So total agreement. Yeah, because then what you do
1: is you take elements <laughs> from each artist's style that you really like, and you blend it into your own uh, style that comes naturally to you, and then you kind of refine it.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So the people listening can't see the rooms that you three are in, but I can because we're doing this with a video chat, and I feel like your where you guys live is so indicative of your style, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd really love to describe it, but I've got a pregnancy. Break Everybody looks around. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, like. Emma's room is <laughs> white and relaxing, and then there's like these bright pops of color, and it is uh-huh. so pretty. And then Carson, yours is like bright but organized and calm. Not calm, not as calm as Emma's, but like structured and what's uh-huh. it called? Top yep. A, yeah. And then Paige is just like color everywhere, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and texture, color
1: and
4: yeah. texture. <laughs> i love that end table that's awesome <laughs> brown we sprayed it yellow <laughs> that is so cool
2: and kaylee you too i mean you're you know all the white furniture you, and you can't say things. that now because my moment is
1: completely in between and i'd be very offended if this is what anything i make looks like
2: <laughs> but the color palette the color palette
1: okay maybe yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering what you guys like least about the whole process, because there are some things that I just drag my feet on, and and I'm just curious what everybody likes least. <laughs>
4: I, the photographing, I hate my camera so much. Oh no! <laughs> so photographing, the layout, and editing is my least favorite part. But other than that, I love it. That's so interesting. The editing your photos today. are
3: amazing. Thank goodness for Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my least favourite would be the, the photos, the actual the editing. Picking which photo for me is hard. I just never know which photo to go with. And then... Mm-hmm. As much as I I always – I try to always journal. If you don't see it on the front page, then I've stuck something on the back. But that – just figuring out what to say sometimes can take me a good half hour sitting in front of the computer trying to figure out what to type. And it might only be three or four sentences, but what to record about that specific photo sometimes gets me stuck. Mm -hmm. I always leave it to last Mm -hmm. and I always – the least bit I enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to put it there, which is kind of ironic.
2: Yeah, I, um, I, I just like
3: the blog post writing.
2: So I, <laughs> the, I don't mind the pictures and the editing. Sometimes I get hung up on the editing if it's particularly, a, you know, a hard picture to edit, but, um, but the writing of the posts, I always put it off to the very last minute and it's excruciating. It's like,
4: Oh, yeah. So
1: what are your tips for taking good photos of your scrapbook pages?
4: Natural light. Taking the photo. Luckily, here in Germany, it's cloudy a lot, (laughs) so we don't worry about the harsh (laughs) sunshine, direct light. Um, and then just trying to get as square on as possible. Yeah, a good a good background, the whiteboard,
2: or uh, or you know, a nice soft wood background, or something like that. Yeah, makes
4: all the difference. (laughs) I really appreciate the people who make a lot of effort to put it in a setup. Background with all the props and stuff. I've tried doing that, and I just, it's not my forte. So I'm just going back to the white foam board and cropping right in on the layout. So, anyway. yeah,
2: it's not easy. You know, it's <laughs> like, a whole other tab. yeah. No, the whole like flat lay styling thing. It's it is not easy at all. <laughs> I feel
1: like um, the only time I can get flat layers working is if I'm busy making it. Somehow uh-huh. everything looks good while it's right? while it's working. But if yeah. I've finished making something and then I try and put it, you know, with a whole bunch of tools, it just doesn't know.
4: I know exactly what you need. It looks good while you're making it. Yeah. But to try to make that same look. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, one tip I have, I don't know what programs everybody uses, but I have, I use... Uh, Photoshop elements and I use the remove a color cast and I use that all the time and it gets rid of the blue or the overly orange or, you know, if I'm taking a photo at not the best time of day, then that is my go-to. So
1: that's a good tip. Yeah. I always like changing the curves in Photoshop. I think that a beautiful Mesa's app also has a curve tool mm-hmm. and that it makes it really uh-huh. easy to get the colors just right. Especially if you've so I, got a lot of what?
2: So yeah. I don't understand how the curve tool works. <laughs> I, need I to would do love that. to use it. I just it so you just move things around. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's good to know. Yeah.
1: I'm sure there's some kind of science to it, but <laughs> nobody's got time to read about that.
2: The other thing I do in... Um, and PSE that I found to be really helpful, especially for posting online, is that at, when I'm done editing, I go to um, level adjustment and I just bump that far right guy over a little bit to brighten yeah. brighten it up. Okay. And that seems to
3: help a lot. I use actions in Photoshop <laughs> all the time. Oh, that's <laughs> Got, great. Um, A beautiful message for uh, Photoshop actions. And I just pick one and keep clicking until I find one I like. (laughs) And then I usually just adjust the brightness or I use grayscale a lot. So then I can use whatever colors I like on my page. Mm -hmm. Mm.
1: So we are running out of
3: time here.
1: Let's end this off with advice that you'd give to noobs. If someone was starting scrapbooking tomorrow, what would you tell her?
2: So I would say you don't need all the supplies (laughs) Um, because that's I mean, I feel like when I feel like there's a rhythm to scrapbooking when you start, you want all the supplies. And I think that's a little I think that's kind of universal, but maybe not. Um, And, you know, I just I'm doing a class right now for big picture classes coming up where I'm getting contributors to send me pictures of their scrap rooms. And I realized that all these people who are fairly well-known in the scrapbooking community, they don't have very many supplies. I was shocked. Um, And I think that's the natural progression. We get too many supplies and then we get rid of them all (laughs) because we're overwhelmed. And then we have very few supplies. So I would say start with not too many supplies.
3: (laughs) But that's hard when you're starting because you just want all the goodies.
2: (laughs) Exactly. But that overwhelm
4: happens so fast.
3: Yeah. I know. So it's, yeah, it is. It's a double-edged sword.
4: Hmm. I would just say to get, get involved. There's a lot of great support out there. There's countless Facebook groups and now with social media, Instagram hashtags, you know, forums on scrapbooking websites, design team galleries. So it is a really big, and tight-knit community, and you can make lifelong friends and, yeah, get involved. That's a lovely tip. Uh-huh. Emma,
1: what, are you, what is your tip? Good question. Um,
3: <laughs> to have fun with it rather than – I think I get hung up on how many likes and whatever, and, and to not – to not make a page for the likes, to make a page for yourself. Because if you can't enjoy what you do, then why do you do it? Um, yeah, have fun. Enjoy it. Don't worry about what people think, which is easier said than done. I mean, I'm guilty of every time you post something, you think, are they going to like it? Are they going to hate it? Um, and, you know, I yeah. But try not to to do that because you know if you start obsessing over those things it's hard to let it go at any point um so just have fun make it for you because you're the one that's got to live with it or look at it or um not everyone else it's it's your story that's
1: beautiful what a great way to end this episode it's your story thank you so much for chatting to me today ladies i'm really excited for everyone to be hearing this episode which they're doing as I'm talking. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. That was so fun. Yay. Yes. Goodbye. Hey girls. Thank you for listening to How She Creates. We would love to see how you create. Share with us on Instagram using the hashtag how she creates. If you love learning about creativity with us, please leave us a review and subscribe on iTunes. Grab your art supplies and we'll meet you back here next week for another episode of How She Creates.